welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. I'd love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Kevin Heipel on the line. He's a professor of entrepreneurship over at Metropolitan State University. Uh, Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Good to be here. So I'm excited to talk about your new book that you have coming out um, called Fear, Doubt, Throw It Out, Be an Entrepreneur. I'm really excited to get into that. A lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show, and I think they'll get a lot out of the work. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get sure. started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, I came later. I, mean, I actually went to business school at the University of Colorado in the 90s, but then I went to law school. And after law school, I was a government prosecutor for about five years. Then I became a director of a government agency for another five years. And at that time, the existing governor was term limited. He was leaving. It was a political party change. So I needed to find a new job. And I started a law firm. And it was when I started that law firm is once I began my journey of, of actually being an entrepreneur. Um, I started as a one-man guy. I was doing an area called administrative law at the time, and it's basically when you're doing government stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually representing licensees like dentists, doctors, chiropractors, and these were people who were getting disciplined by the regulatory boards. This was going okay. I mean, this was kind of so-so. This was about 2008. I had a law school buddy in Arizona who said, well, why don't you think about doing bankruptcy? And I said, well... You could probably look into that. So I went down, spent a week with him, learned it, and then came back to Colorado and started doing bankruptcy law. And the thing that I started doing that no other bankruptcy lawyer was doing at the time is I was using pay-per-click campaigns on mm -hmm. Google. Mm -hmm. And that just started to take off. I mean, you had the economic crisis where people are in trouble, foreclosures yeah. were at an all-time rate, and bankruptcy was a good avenue in which people could get out of debt if they want to save their home, they could save the home. And by being really the first guy advertising on pay-per-click, I mean, I went from a one-man show in 2008, and by the time 2010 came around, I was the largest consumer bankruptcy firm in Colorado. Wow. And my revenue was over – my revenue had hit over $3 million a year, and I had 20 employees. Wow. And it was all because of the marketing and the positioning – that I did for that law firm that made it successful. And so that's kind of how I look at it as that that was my venue to being an entrepreneur. Wow, that wasn't what an amazing story. Um, so there's some, you know, there's some younger audience listening that are just, uh, you know, getting started and maybe out of college or maybe they didn't go to college and they're going straight into the workforce. And some of them want to be entrepreneurs. Um, what kind of mm -hmm. advice would you give to that person? I think anybody can do it. You know, I don't think there's certain people who are made out for it or there's a certain type of lot who are going to be the successful entrepreneurs. I think anybody can do it. Mm. But when you do it, you really have to figure out the first step is what problem are you solving? And I think the thing that helped me as a bankruptcy attorney at the time is 
that when the other attorneys did start advertising, they would advertise, you know, Chapter 7 bankruptcy or hire Chapter 7 bankruptcy attorney. When people are in debt, they don't really know what the options are. And mm-hmm. when they hear the word bankruptcy, they're kind of like, I don't know if I really want to file bankruptcy. I don't know if that's a good thing. And so, you know, but when you're just, so when you're advertising just, you know, bankruptcy attorney, right. you're not really solving the problem. So what I would do is I would advertise, get out of debt. Are you struggling with too much debt? Can you not mm-hmm. afford to pay your credit cards anymore? Are you about ready to lose your house? So what I would do is I would advertise to the problem. Wow. And that, and I was solving their problem of getting them out of debt. And and once you understand what you're doing, that whatever problem it is that you're solving, then you're able to market and attract clients. Whereas my competitors, they were just, you know, I'm a bankruptcy attorney. You know, I file Chapter 7 bankruptcy. I file Chapter 13 bankruptcy. I do bankruptcies. But if you ask them what problem you solve, they would just look at you like, well, I'm a bankruptcy lawyer. <laughs> I'm a bank. I, I just told you, yeah, I'm a bankruptcy yeah, attorney. Yeah, I just told you what I am, and it's like, no. It's a client. <laughs> you know, they they never could get off the ground. They could they could get clients. They they would get clients who knew that they needed to file bankruptcy. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get the big net. They couldn't cast their net out to all the people who are struggling wow. to pay their debt. And so anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur, I think you can. I think you just have to be very clear. What is the problem that you're trying to solve? Like uh, my sister-in-law was here this weekend, and she's trying to get into the whole Amway thing, you know, where you build the people under you, and you build your pyramid, and you get the, you know, referral sales and the commission and the cuts and all that. So she was asking me, you know, well, you know, would you do it, or what, what tips do you have to get into it? And I said, well, the first thing is you got to define what problem you're solving. She says, oh, well, you know, it's really great. You know, if you do it, you can make a lot of money. I'm like, well, you can make a lot of money doing a lot of things because she's a former nurse. It's like you can work in an ICU, make over $100,000 a year. So she's struggling with her business because she doesn't know what problems she's solving. Mm-hmm. And if and if you don't know, you, you just you're not going to connect. You're not going to attract clients. You just you know you're never going to get that business going. You're going to lack the focus. And, and so that to me is the number one key to anybody, regardless of the uh BS, you know, bachelor of science, undergrad, an MBA, or no degree, or no high school, or whatever. You can do it, but you've got to know what problem you're solving before you go out and do it. That's great, Kevin. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get right into your book you have coming out. Um, so mm-hmm. Fear, Doubt, Throw It Out, Be an Entrepreneur. Um, let's just start with what inspired this book. Well, what inspires it is, you know, when I talk to people who want to do it, um, they say, oh, I'd love to own my own business. It'd be great if I could own my own business. And it's like, do it. Why don't you do it? Oh, what if I fail? You know, I'm afraid I'm, I'm going to fail. You know, what if I don't succeed? What's going to happen? I'm going to lose everything. So the first part of my book is I talk about this mindset that you, you can't go into it thinking of worrying about failure. You know, you never know what's going to happen when you do these things. There's no guarantee you're going to make it. There's no guarantee that you're going to fail. Anything can happen. So the first thing is it's more about getting in the right mental place that, you know, you can do it. You can be positive. And then I talk about three things that you need to do to ensure that you're on the right track for success. And so the first one is the one we already talked about, you know, solve a problem. If you cannot articulate what problem you're solving, 
then don't go out and do it. Even if you're a realtor and you're like, oh, I'm a realtor. No, you're solving the problem of somebody's housing. You know, somebody has the problem that they need to sell their house and move somewhere else. Or somebody needs to find another home that they can move into before school. You know, that's, that's how basic it needs to be. Uh, the second part is then marketing your competitive advantage. So it's one thing that, you know, you're going to be a realtor and you're going to go out and sell homes. But the next question you have to ask or answer, why you? Why do I want to hire you to sell my house or hire you to, you know, buy a home from? And people struggle with that. And if you can't differentiate yourself through that, then you're going to struggle. Um, realtors, I've talked to a lot of realtors when I was doing the book, and the realtors who could really define their competitive answer, their competitive advantage, were the ones that were always successful, regardless if the economy is bad or if the economy is good. And some of the ones that the most successful thing they would talk about, their competitive advantages, they just narrowed their market. They would pick maybe an exclusive neighborhood, and that's all they would sell to. So like I live in an area, it's called King Carroll Valley. There's about 2,500 homes in it. And we're off on the suburb of Denver. We're surrounded by open space. We'll never grow bigger and all that. And so one realtor, that's all she specializes in, selling and buying homes in King Carroll Valley. So when she's working at the advantage, she's saying, well, I'm the expert of King Carroll Valley. I've sold more homes than anybody else in King Carroll Valley. So if you're somebody who's thinking about buying a home in King Carroll Valley, she immediately stands out from the rest of the thousands of realtors that are all around Denver. Like mm. that. And that's key, you know, and I don't think a lot of people get that. And it doesn't have to be something earth shattering, but you have to have something that you can articulate. And once you know what that is, you put it everywhere. You know, it's in your Twitter, it's in your Facebook page, it's on your LinkedIn, it's on your pay-per-click, it's on your website. And you're always promoting what that competitive advantage is. And then the last part that I talked about, which is important, it's nurturing your, nurturing your clients, nurture your customers. Um, you know, a lot of businesses, they get their customers, they go on, and they're gone. But, you know, your existing clients can be fertile ground for future referrals, and it's important to take care of them well. And, and so going back to this realtor, um, what she does is she sends out cards and notices and emails to her past clients on a regular basis. And she checks in with them and she sees how they're doing. She maintains that relationship so that if they ended up buying a home in Ken Carroll and somebody they're going to decide to sell and leave, she's able to get them to come back because she's front of mind with it. Um, she says mm -hmm. she always takes care of their problems. And when I was a bankruptcy lawyer, that was the big thing is that when people were struggling with debt, I mean, they were just emotionally fried and just freaked out, worried that the world was going to come down and crash on them. And one of the ways I had to nurture them, I almost had to kind of be their counselor. And I had to kind of build them up and say, you know, it's okay. You're okay. We're going to get you out of this. You're going to be fine. And so it's just, you know, it's kind of just making people feel good about themselves you know, before, during, and after the process. And that's a good way to avoid buyer's remorse. But more importantly is it will lead to future referrals, and it will help you expand and grow your business even further. 
No, that's great. Um, and so for this book, um, is it, when is it? When is it? When is the due date or the set date for release? October first. October first, fantastic. And they'll be able to purchase it. I'm guessing on Amazon and the other platforms, or no, just Amazon. So okay, you can just perfect. purchase Fear Doubt, throw it out, or you can do it by my last name, Heupel. There's All not right. a lot of authors out there, and it's H-E-U-P-E-L. So pretty easy to find. And if somebody wants to follow up with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Come to LinkedIn. and uh, It's just my first and last name, so it's Kevin Heupel. And like I said, last name is H-E-U-P-E-L. Type that in, connect with me, and be glad to help anybody out there who's struggling with their business or want to start a business or want to get their business to the next level. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, hey, Kevin, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing more about your background and also about your new book coming out, Fear, Doubt, Throw It Out, Be an Entrepreneur. Definitely everyone listening to this, go get that when it comes out October 1st on Amazon.com. Um, and to the audience, as always, I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you got a lot of value out of this, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I'm bringing you uh, new episodes every single day and really appreciate you tuning in. Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show.